0: Welcome back to Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. I am the co-host, Jeremy Vollmer. and Oh, hi, Bobby. How you doing?
1: Oh, hi, Jeremy. I'm doing great, man. Great to hear your voice again.
0: Thank uh, you. Yeah, well, thank you for joining me for a second episode of our show. We we had our first episode. We're not up on iTunes yet. We're actually kind of getting our catalog put together. But how did you feel after last week's show?
1: Oh, You know what? I felt real good. I you know, welcomed a lot of fans there. We had some good interaction, and I thought it went real well. Thanks. I, I was real pleased.
0: Yeah. So going into this week, you said you had something you wanted to do with movies you wanted to talk about real quick to get started. Oh,
1: yeah. Hey, I don't know if people caught or not, but Jeremy comes in with, oh, hi, Bobby. And that was kind of our pilot episode. And, of course, that's from The Room. And um, I really like that movie. Jeremy apparently likes it. So I thought, you know what, we're going to throw out a movie line of the week. So last week was from The Room. Uh, This week, I'm going to throw you out a line, Jeremy. How about that?
0: Okay, let's see what I got.
1: And I know you don't know what I'm throwing out at you, but here's the line. Shit. You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize.
0: Uh, Goodfellas. Oh, so close. What was it? What are...
1: That's Mr. White off of. Uh, oh, Reservoir God damn it, Dogs. Reservoir Dogs. God, Kite- God yes. damn it, yes. They're sitting at the table. Shit. He said, uh, Mr. Blossom, you want me to shoot him, Joe? He says, shit. You shoot me in a dream, you better wake up and apologize. It's Harvey Keitel, but so you're, fucking close. You're, on you're
0: right. For some reason, I was thinking Goodfellas. Probably oh, because. Just call. Yeah, well, probably because you know, Goodfellas is my favorite gangster movie of all time.
1: Right on, man! I mean, right just, on. Just so there's the- our uh, line movie line of the week. That might not be a rhetoric segment, but I thought, man, you know, let's play off of that. With uh, we went through the room. Now we went through Reservoir Dogs. Maybe next week you throw me one. I'll see how I do. But I loved it. Yeah,
0: no, let's let's do that. Well, uh, maybe we can even get people to, on Twitter to throw us some ideas, and we can challenge each other on uh, on our movie knowledge as we go. That sounds great man that sounds yeah. great and which by the way let's um let's get started here real quick if you guys want to follow us on twitter we do have a joint account that you can find at let me i got to remember it now Oh, uh, blah blah. At Bell to Bell Blaze, or you can find mine at the Geekish Cast. Bobby, where can they find you on Twitter?
1: Yes, uh, Bobby Blaze 744 is easiest place, and I do like the new Bell to Bell Blaze on uh, Twitter. But you can find me at uh, Bobby Blaze
0: 744, and Jeremy at the Geekish Cast. That's it. Um, okay, so to get started this week, we're starting to try to work on segments for us to have, like, a structure to the show. And one of the ideas I had was we'll, we'll do every week with a quick question, you know, me for you, and you would give me your, your feedback or we can discuss. And the question of the week this week is, what's the difference between or what's a situation where somebody would use a bump finisher compared to a hold finisher?
1: Quickly off the top of my head, I'm just thinking, you know, if you're a tough legitimate type wrestler you could have those uh holds and uh, instead of a bump finish i think there's a huge difference because of the the fast-paced uh today's product really fast-paced but what my mind goes to is you can give someone like a a power bomb or or the undertaker doing like a tombstone or something like that but uh immediately come to my mind or you know just because that pile driver was a good finish back in the day that such outlawed, and, and we'll go to that uh, maybe eventually, but I think when you go to a hold, you know, you're talking about like a figure four leg lock and making someone tap out, so I think that goes along with um, with what we're going to be talking about today as well as in the future, and I won't put names on them. I'll just put them out there that, you know, when you go with something like a, a move, like the pile driver or a power bomb or something, you can go with some certain people, and then others would have to have, you know, like a, um, a cross face or, or a legitimate hold the, uh, versus like an RKO versus, you know, uh, rings of Saturn or the Texas Cloverleaf or, uh, you know, like to me, the top two would be as a uh, pile driver for a move and a figure four for a hold. But I won't put names on those. How's that?
0: Yeah, I got you. Now, would you think there would be a situation where, say, a heel – would be more likely to have a hold or a, or a bump or a face would be more likely to have a a hold or a bump finish. Or do you think there's ever a case we made for that? Or do you really think it's more about the individual wrestler themselves?
1: I I like the idea of the individual wrestler, but I think when that heel, when you think about it, when they have that dreaded, even if it's just like the uh, oriental spike in the side of the neck or a nerve hold, the the claw or something like that, you know, I think it goes better with the heel having a, a, a really scary hold. Um, I, I like that, and it goes back to also with the uh, say the pile driver, it, 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 it become outlaw because you know you was hurting people. Uh, fuck, like Lawler could give Andy Kaufman uh, cancer yeah. or something. You know what I'm saying? So you know, I don't know, but yeah. So I think to me, I think it better if the heel has a hold that everyone. Oh shit, when he puts that on you you know, that's it, lights out kind of thing. So but you know, hey,
0: it's open to interpretation. Sure thing. Well, you know what? We'll we'll probably revisit that in the future, I sure. imagine. Um and then, you know, in this week's episode, we're going to be talking about our top ten matter of fact, you know, the, the name of this episode will be the greatest of all time. And we're going to talk about our top ten world champions in our, in our opinions. But before we get there, let's talk a little bit about some people we've interacted with on Twitter this week and some shout-outs and some thank-yous to folks.
1: Yeah, go um, ahead and give one.
0: Well, yeah, you know, well, the first one I'd like to do is uh, Juliet Miranda from uh, Morning Neurosis. Um, oh, yes. A, a podcast host and a writer and who has always been friendly and awesome to me but i think that you've been well you've been interacting with her some lately too as well
1: yeah right? i'm a fan of hers actually i really like her podcast i like her voice i like her style and um i, I love it and, and so i'm glad you mentioned her uh, Juliet miranda big shout out there girl
0: yep there's a there's a <laughs> shot of whiskey for you Juliet.
1: there you go <laughs> Whiskey warms
0: the bones. <laughs> exactly. Um I also we put up, you know, we're trying to figure out who our top 10s are. So I reached out to a friend of mine up in New York, uh, Brian Sinery from the rock ba- band Rain of Zeus. And uh he said hands down if you go in the aggregate, Bruno San Martino is the greatest champion of all time. So Brian, thank you for uh giving us that piece of info. Also, if you're into rock music, please go check out his band, it's Rain of Zeus as in Doctor Zeus from Planet of the Apes.
1: Awesome man,
0: thank you. Yeah, thank how, you. how about you, Bobby? Yeah, who, who you yeah I had list? a
1: couple. Um, you know who first? Uh, we'll come back to uh, the gentleman that mentioned uh, Frank Gotch in one voice, and then another voice. He comes back with fucking David Arquette. Uh, so uh, uh, that was Dave Black, by the way. Uh, so if if anyone put Dave Arquette, David Arquette on your list, you know what. I beat that motherfucker in two seconds. That's how It wouldn't even be a three-second match, so fuck you if you put David Arquette down. But anyway, big shout-out there, uh, Dave Black. But uh bigger shout goes to probably uh, Mike Mills over there at Booking the Territory. Uh, that's who my shout-out goes to is Mike Mills. He interacted. We had a couple people from Booking the Territory as well. Uh, I recognize their names, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and give Mike Mills a big shout-out.
0: Yeah. So thanks to Dave Black and Mike Mills for getting involved. There are a few other people. I just, you know, if if you did interact with us and I didn't get you on my notes, sorry, I will catch you next time. Please don't take offense. Yeah.
1: So,
0: um, and then Bobby, let's, we'll, we'll do just a quick catch up between us and the fans and then we'll get certain on our top 10. So how was your week this week?
1: Uh, no, let me ask you this, do oh, yeah. I know how my fucking week was. I'm going to let you go first. Oh, okay. Know, I'm going to tell you. And I want to know, that you tell me, how was your week?
0: My week was, yeah, it was all right. You know, it's uh, my work has been super stressful. We just lost a truck driver, so that was kind of kind of shitty. Um, But, you know, like, nobody died, so I, I can't complain too much. Speaking of shitty,
1: okay? So here's <laughs> my week, okay? I thought we'd have this little segment. Hashtag it BBS. And no, it's not Bobby Blaze Smedley. It's big bullshit of the week. Okay. Here's my week. Listen, before I go into this, if you're over 50, take this very seriously. I had a colostomy the other day. So, um, had to go to the hospital to have this done. No scare. Everything's clean. I'm good. Okay. That's the good news. But here's the thing. You've got to, you've got to prep for it. Before they go up in your ass, you got to prep for it. Okay. And you have to drink about four liters of this diluted solution. And I'm going to tell you how I did it. It didn't bother me one fucking bit, Jack, because I'm tough. Okay. Now here's the thing. I just emptied out a beer can. You got four fucking liters you got to drink. I just kept refilling a 12 ounce beer can and down that shit. But in the day, I had me like a fucking 12 pack. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just so I made that. Then the next morning, you gotta drink another solution. And if they uh, the prep works the hardest. Once you get past that, then go up in your ass. Well, of course, you're gonna shit your fucking brains out because you're drinking that stuff. You're not allowed to eat, and I'm a fat ass and I like to eat. But the next day, I had to drink before going down there. 10 ounces of pretty much what everyone said, oh, it's going to taste like Sprite without the sugar. And you know what? It was pretty fucking good. I had mine iced. I just drank it. I done it one big gulp. It was 10 ounces. But about 10 minutes later, my fucking belly felt as bloated as Abdullah the Butcher's. And I barely made it to the bathroom. I didn't have to be to the hospital till later on in the day. Well, that one hit me. So I go down to the hospital. <laughs> and... I have to go and I walk in a bathroom and there's shit on the back of the commode. I'm like, where the fuck is housekeeping when you need them? But I don't have time to even do a double take. I turn, I bend, I squat and it's, you know, boom, it's water, pretty much liquid. So I think everything's good. They call me back. I'm back there. And when you change clothes, you have to put that gown. I open opening the back and i take my clothes off. I looked down the back of my legs and looked like someone had taken a highlight marker and streaked my legs. (laughs) Of course, they give you an IV, they start asking you a bunch of damn questions. They're not running a medicine yet, but they're just, you know, right there. And so she says, well, what was the color of your last... Uh, movement. I said, if you want to see it, look down the back of my fucking legs. You know, this nurse just started cracking up. But anyway, it all went well. Um, so yeah, if you're over 50, go have a colostomy done. Thankfully, mine was all clear, but I got through it really good. And, uh, you know, hey, here's the thing. Take care of yourself the best that you can. I try to make it as fun as I could because, you know what? I knew by the time the end of that day was going to happen, I was getting ready to get fucked, and I did. But the good news was out of that
0: came, I'm all right on the inside. So that that's, was
1: my week. That's my BBS of the week.
0: <laughs> and that's the important part, by God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, so we'll get ready to get started. I don't well, even know fuck me follow. sideways
1: and don't forget that,
0: anyway. <laughs> I don't even know how to follow that, so we'll just keep That's moving. Right. Um, let's move right to the top ten. Yeah, so well, let's do this real quick. Uh, you know, guys, if you want to interact with us, don't forget our website, blazedbell2bell.com. Also, don't forget about our Facebook page. That can be found at facebook.com slash groups slash bell to bell And with that said... Let's get started with the greatest of all time. Uh, Bobby, do you want to start or do you want me to start?
1: Hey, you know what? It's my fucking show. That's why it's called Belt of Belt, Bobby Blaze. So how about this? I'll be a, you're, you're hosting it. Uh-huh. You're helping. Uh-huh. How about this? I'll be a gentleman. You go first. But before you do, I want to say this. I do not know who's on your top ten, and you don't know who's on my top ten. We've dropped hints to each other. But I don't know who they are. So anything that happens from this point onward, man, I'm not responsible for what comes out of my mouth. I don't agree with you. You say what the fuck you want, I don't care either. All we know, fans, if you're listening, you want to interact, I do know who the top number one is. And he knows who my number one is from there. Everything else is boom, go time. So, yeah, please feel free to go.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going to throw this out real quick. A little bit about methodology that we used here. We went with just basically the three recognized world champions from the three largest uh, factions that existed. AWA, NWA, and the WWF through the WWE. Uh, obviously, Bobby and I are a little bit older probably than some of the listening audience, so some of these references are going to be lost. Um, I am not from New York, so there's going to be a lot of guys in here uh, <laughs> who are left out. That being said, none of this is meant to offend anybody, upset anybody. This is in my opinions. And that being said, I'm going to start with my number 10, and keeping in mind... I am using a lot of what the impact of their title reign as to whether or not they're in my top ten. And so my number ten is Bill Goldberg, WCW champion.
1: Fuck. (laughs) I was victim number 67, just so you know. As uh, Nick Patrick said... He speared you out of your fucking boots, Bobby. <laughs> Good choice. Yeah. Good choice. I didn't even have him in my top 10. I didn't have my fucking honorable mention. No disrespect to Bill Goldberg. Good choice. You know what? I, uh, I
0: actually agonized over that one. But what's, what do you got for your number 10? My number 10, you're going to hate
1: me because I know a little bit about uh, some different little things, and I'm not a New York guy. Um, and uh, But hey, my number 10, get ready. I'm going to get blasted. All right. Warren Ganya.
0: Vern Gagne. You know what? Number 10. I, I am not going to say whether or not I have him on my list, but here's the thing. Vern gets shit on a lot, but he's a hell of a technical wrestler. Yes.
1: I, I think he doesn't get enough uh, recognition. I hated putting him at number 10, to be honest with you, because I, I went with my list as to how I felt as a fan and I just, I wanted to have fun with it, you know? So I had to, I had mixed emotions, man. Um, I could see your number 10 being on there, you know, but, uh, I wanted to move burn up, but I, again, I kind of took a different approach and that's my number 10. Who's your number nine?
0: My number nine is Brock Lesnar only because Brock is the last guy who's bringing some realistic credibility to the, t- to a title. He, he only defends every now and again, and everybody in the audience is always thinking, "Fuck, you know, if he really tore loose, he'd just beat the holy shit out of whoever he's in there with."
1: I like that. I did. I, I'm going to say it right now. I don't have him in mind, but I can see him being a top ten. I, I love it, man. That's that's that, you're right, and that's the thing. He he, I love it. Good choice. Good choice. Uh, my number nine, a little bit more old school than that. You ready?
0: Mm-hmm. Superstar Billy Graham. Oh, there we go. The
1: superstar. That's my number nine.
0: Uh, yeah. Now, is there? I mean, give us a little bit for people who may not know Superstar. What was your reasoning? For
1: well, you know, reasoning being just because he was someone I saw when I was younger, saw him on TV as well as having to see him in person. Super duper body. Uh, not the greatest technical wrestler, obviously, you know, but not even a wrestler per se uh, for wrestling skills, but for performance and, and, and just the look, man, he had that. He was the first, one of the first to have the longer bleached blonde hair, super great body and could talk that smack and talk that shit. And, and it was all, you know, I, that's why, because to me, in my mind, he was like the guy that you was like, that is one bad motherfucker right there. You yeah. know, that, that was the epitome of just the long,
0: haired big
1: muscular wrestler guy that's who comes to my mind first of all right there would be someone like that don't fuck with that guy
0: no i i follow you completely on that one that's that's a hell of a choice right there um all right you You want to do number eight or you want me to sure
1: okay i'll I'll go number eight because his his names came up a couple times keep in mind i'm going not on uh, longest range, not box off. Cause I did some research on box office, things like it. but I'm not going with that. I'm not, I'm not a New York guy. Uh, growing up, I did see it when I was younger, missed several years in between, but, um, I certainly respect this guy and may rest in peace here recently. The great
0: Bruno Sammartino. That was Bruno. a of break. Yeah, that's, that's a very good choice. Actually. Um, I'm not going to say whether or not I have Bruno, but, um, well, here's the thing. I like when, by the time I started watching wrestling, Bruno was an announcer. I didn't know Bruno's legacy until, you know, shit, the last 15 years, probably really, you know? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, Uh, I didn't either until, you know, I, Probably a little bit sooner than you did, but not as much until I got older. You know, kind of like yourself there as as I aged. I kind of like, oh, I looked back on that because I didn't, you know, really remember him being the champion other than by name as well. So, yeah, that's just my number eight.
0: Who you got? All right. My number eight is The Man Called Sting. Oh, uh, there, there. Now, I was a fan of Sting's even back when he was uh, in the UWF as tag team partners with uh, oh, Eddie and Rick Steiner. You know, wow, and good uh, choice. Yeah, and that period of time, you know, of course, there's a lot of my stuff that's going to be colored by the NWO or that in, that era. What I what I have termed now the modern golden age of wrestling.
1: And I like that term, so thank you for throwing that out there.
0: Yeah, I like that. And Sting, Sting was a badass in the UWF, and then when he became like the guy in WCW after the uh, Turner buyout, he carried that okay. And then when his look got old, and you know, uh, bright colors weren't the thing anymore, and he turned into the Crow, that was a badass turn as well.
1: You know what I have to agree? What a great fucking choice to have. I did I I'll be honest, I didn't have my top ten honorable mention, yes, but but wow. And you know, he just that's a tremendous choice. Thank you. Wow. All respect mm. to Sting right there. Good choice, yeah. Jeremy.
0: Yeah, big fan, big fan. Um all right, let me do my number seven just because I want to get caught up to you a little bit here. My number seven is a man who pulled his Federation out of the NWA. And told the cha- the NWA champion for him to be AWA champion, he had to come and face him, Vern Gagne.
1: There you go. Yeah, <laughs> I, w- I, ha- I I had I want to put him up for higher like you did there. That's that's great, man.
0: That's great. So that's your number seven is Vern. That's, that's my number seven is Vern. There you go.
1: Well, you want to hear my number seven? Absolutely. I didn't get to see this man wrestle uh, that I recall, except for on film as I got a little bit older. Um, Luthes, i just i was like I always i always respected the nwa title and you'll see the themes throughout jeremy is my top 10 i think it's starting to emerge just a little bit actually but uh yeah i went with Luthes for my number uh seven
0: yeah now see i'm 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 of an age where gotch and fez i would have loved to put them in here i have never seen anything they ever did though but i mean yeah. you can't you don't have wrestling without Gotch, Fez, you know, there's, there are names, you know, right? and, and, and I'd even I'd... say, I'd even throw Fuller and Welch's in there, but there are Fuller and Welch's now that we can look at, you know.
1: Right, right, yeah. and that's the thing, I saw Fez a lot, just on, on black and white films and stuff in Japan, and just old NWA, here and there are spiced together throughout my life, you know, so that's, I, I just, it's one of those things, like you say, you can't, not mention the gotchas and the thez, and that's, uh, that's, my, that's why he comes in at number seven, uh, Lou So, All uh, right.
0: Who you got for six, pal? All right. Well, I've got one of the baddest men on God's green earth. Ooh. Handsome Harley fucking race. No
1: argument there. Top 10. No fucking doubt, man. And when you said God's green earth, I knew right there. And I'm going to tell you all respect. To Harley Race. I'm gonna leave it at that for right now because my unless you have something else to say about Harley. Go
0: well, build no, it just it. Harley fought. I mean, there's there's not a territory or a major promotion you can point your finger at that Harley wasn't at. Harley was a seven time NWA champion. I don't believe he ever held the AWA title. Um, but look, you you there's Harley Race came from an era where they only put the title, the NWA title, on a man who was bad enough to legitimately whip the ass of any baby <laughs> face they put him in the ring with wherever he, they sent him. That's right. Harley went all around the country and most of the way around the world, and, and there was never a doubt that Harley couldn't put a beating on any asshole they put in the ring with him.
1: Uh, I agree 100%. I'll reserve a couple of what remarks mm-hmm. that you just now said for later on, because uh, I agree with you 100% on that. Uh, great choice. My number six was uh, Bob Backlund. That's who I had. Um, He was champion when I was a little bit younger, you know, and and I always respected his work and stuff, and I just uh – that baby face, and also I had some sentimental uh, value because uh, one of my grandmothers, that she's from up in Maryland, that was always her favorite, was, was that little Howdy Doody Bob Backlund. So that that's main reason, kind of a little sentimental value there for my grandmother. Oh, sure. but, uh, Certainly doesn't compete with a Harley race at that point, but, uh, yeah, I got when was number six.
0: Very nice. Uh, you want to do your number
1: five? Yeah, I do, and i tell you why. You couldn't have, I appreciate you asking because my number five is... Harley Race, <laughs> Harley Race is my number five. Wow, there was a swerve. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Harley Race. You said you 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 what you just now said. He went around the world, you know, defending that title, legit badass. Uh, and man, you know, I, I was just a huge fan of the. Of, of professional wrestling, but I was a huge fan of Harley Race because there's something about him that you could just tell that guy could go. And then the stuff I heard, you know, once I got into the business and learned more
0: about the business, nothing but respect for Harley Race. So that's that's my number five, Harley Race. That's good. Well, uh I'm getting down into my into my numbers here, so you know my big choices have to start coming down. Like I said earlier, this one is hey, a yeah. guy I discovered later, but having just recently passed away and read up a bunch about him recently, and probably because, you know, right now is a good time to look at him with the rose colored glasses, is the great Bruno San Martino. Yeah. And, Good you know, yeah, and I'm sure, you know, him recently passing is what brings him to the top of mind for me. But, you know, you go back and you look and he sold out Madison Square Garden more than anybody else. He's he controlled his own business better than anybody else. And he he can make or break another wrestler with just, a you know, with just a decision.
1: Yes, I. What a great choice! Uh, yeah. you know, like I said, I, back to mine. You know, I had them down a little bit lower. I, I wish I could have moved them up, but I, as you'll see, as things are emerging here, was getting down to nitty gritty. I, I, I really respect that your your number five is uh is Bruno. So great choice, great choice. All respect to Bruno. There yeah, you go.
0: absolutely. Um, you want me to do my number four? Sure. Superstar Billy Graham.
1: Ah, good choice, man. Number four.
0: Yeah, number four. Superstar Billy Graham. And there's a reason for this. Now, if there's no Billy Graham, you don't get to the bodybuilder, bleach blonde, bad talker, you you know, mash you right in the pie hole kind of guy. So, no Jesse the Body Ventura.
1: I was, gonna yep. I was going to say that, but I was going. I was thinking, man. I hope. I hope. I hope because I know where I'm going with it. When when I get on up my list here, mm-hmm. I was hoping you was going to say there's no Jesse Ventura, which is going to lead to someone else in just uh, a,
0: a few minutes. We'll say no, for me. no fucking I, I, Hulk Hogan. I'm just saying, man. No, hey. All your bleach blonde, muscle-bound dudes, your bodybuilder wrestlers, all of them, all the bad. You know what, man? Maybe even no fucking Austin Idol without They're, Superstar wow. Billy Graham. Yep. I,
1: I, I love that choice. Love yeah. Choice.
0: I I think Superstar, he rebuilt what a pro wrestler looked like and acted like. You're right, not a great technical wrestler, but the guy could pick you up and throw your ass across the room.
1: That's right, man. That's right. With with that said, I will go to my number four, and I'll make it quick so we can get to our number three. How's that? Sounds good. I went on this one here. He wasn't a champion for a real, real long time, uh, maybe 18 months. But um, I had to throw out some different people because he's my favorite all-time wrestler, and that is none other than Terry Funk. Terry a, you Funk. Know, NWA World Headweight Champion, and I just loved him. And I still do. Uh, so I went on sentimental value, more my all time favorite. And I know the guy could wrestle. He could talk good body. And I loved him. In, I know it has, <laughs> it has everything to do with wrestling, but also just his interview. He took a lot of his interview. When I spoke with him in person, he, he really put over Professor Boris Malenko. Based off the interview. So Terry, to me, I had to put him in my top 10 and I had to put him somewhere. And I actually at one point had even taken him and Dory out of it. I was like, nah, I can't. But I had to put him in for sentimental and personal preference. I put Terry Funk, number four.
0: Yeah, that's that's a great call right there. Um All right, so now we're getting into our top three. And before we do that, i want to do a couple honorable mentions, people I wish I would have had. Like, I wish we had done our top 17 so I could have fit more people in. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, obviously Gotch, Fez, and for me, one I'm going to feel bad about leaving off is Dusty. I I really should have had him in here, and I didn't. Um, I don't know that he would have been in my top three, but he would definitely should have been in my top 11. Well,
1: that's, that's funny because we did not discuss this beforehand. I had a little honorable mention, and I was hoping you'd throw it out. Because if you didn't, I was going to. If we could have done one more, I would have put Dusty Rhodes in there. That was that was my honorable mention. And I was like, man, I'd, I definitely wouldn't have been in my top three. But but yeah, all respect to Dusty Rhodes, man. What a, what a great honorable mention. Thanks for throwing that out there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And also, since Honestly. we're talking about it, uh, you know, the uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks have their own wrestling thing coming up called All In here pretty soon, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I heard that. Hey, like we talked about before, all respect to guys like that, like the Young bucks, like Cody Rhodes and stuff. They're out there. They found a way to get over and learning and making money and, and creating something really good for professional wrestling. And anytime yep. you can do that, man, that's awesome. So good shout out. Yeah. Well,
0: also, Cody Rhodes will be facing Nick Aldis, if Nick Aldis still has it, for the NWA title at All In.
1: Yeah, and I know you're a big fan of his, right? You turned me on to some of his work. Yeah,
0: yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. You know me. I'm always going to like the heel NWA champion. There you uh, go. Yeah, when Billy Corgan bought the NWA, I all of a sudden got all like romantic for the old belt and thinking, (sighs) God damn, somebody could actually do something with this now. Yes,
1: I'm glad they are. That's that's to me is the all time greatest championship belt is the NWA belt. I re- I mean I respect all three like we put them up there like we talked about. But to me that was the the you know the belt the NWA heavyweight championship belt. Yep. So good thr-
0: good shout out there man. We are ready for his top three. All right. So Bobby, why don't you give us your number three pick?
1: Yeah, I was trying to go by Funk without saying too much, and obviously I said too much because I'm such a fan of his. But we. From superstar Billy Graham, when yours, to uh, Hulk Hogan's, my number three, because of my superstar, Graham, to Ventura, to Hogan. Hogan, Hulk Hogan changed the, the, the whole face of professional wrestling from the time... No, he he just made an impact. He was money. People, if you go back and listen to views, people talk about they could see dollar signs when they saw Hulk Hogan. And then once he appeared in Rocky Three, made the jump and and then debut not debut because he he'd already been there. But when he showed up, and there's a money making fucking machine. And when when VKM and a WWF at that time, and and what they had done for WrestleMania, Hulk Hogan's my number three. It's not based on box office because we know he drew big huge money, but he had the body. He had to fucking, so that's the look, you know. Uh, folks, he could actually fucking wrestle. You don't believe it? Go back and watch some of his matches in Japan. You know, watch some of his early stuff. He, 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 he learned, hero Matsuda trained him, you know. So you, you got to carry out on your back. You know, hey, this guy, they, they, so Hulk Hogan, I went on, and you got based on popularity, but but talking Body and wrestling, he had all the ingredients. So there's my number three, Hulk Hogan.
0: Yeah, uh, I don't think it's deniable Hulk Hogan belongs. Look, I'm not even a Hogan fan. Hulk Hogan belongs in the top three of greatest world champions. He revolutionized it. He carried the belt for a long time. And when people, still to this day, when people say want to say wrestling, <laughs> they say WWF or WWE. Yep, yep they wanna, absolutely. They're looking for a wrestler to compare you to. They go to Hulk Hogan.
1: Absolutely, and I heard that so much through the years. People say, "Do you know Hulk Hogan?" You know, when as soon as they say you're a wrestler, and I think Hulk Hogan is one of them. you don't have to be a fan of his, but you have to put him in the top three. Yep. You, so, well, that's and, my number and,
0: three. Yeah, to follow that up, you know, you don't have to like it, you just have to sit down and respect it. And
1: there you go. And, and
0: there you get to my number three, <laughs> Nature Boy Ric Flair. Um, I would I would have put him higher if if Impact weren't such a big Thing that I am working with here. Uh, Ric Flair is the greatest, one of the greatest of all times. I would say that an argument could be made that he is the greatest of all time. But you know what Ric Flair isn't? Hulk Hogan. Okay. When, look, Hulk and Flair. I respecting they,
1: your opinion, yeah. man.
0: Look, Hulk and Flair carried the title at about the same period of times. Right. One, one was NWA champion, the other was WWF champion. And. People still, when they wanted to say wrestler, they talked about Hulk Hogan, not Ric Flair, unless you're a wrestling fan. Now, if you're a wrestling fan, Flair's the top of the top, man. He is at the top of Space Mountain, and we're not talking about his penis. We're just talking about a high mountain. <laughs>
1: right.
0: <laughs> yeah, so number three is Ric Flair for me.
1: Total respect for that one. Total respect for it. And I'll come back to that, I'm sure, at some point during this podcast. Uh, because that's going to take me my number two. You want to hear it? Yeah, Absolutely. Nick Bockwinkle, AWA World Heavyweight Champion of the World. Nick Bockwinkle was and is the man. So, uh, you know, that's my number two. So Mm. there you go. All right. Well,
0: my. There's a reason
1: why I said that just now.
0: Okay. There you go. Well, my number two was never able to beat your number two. My number two is Hulk Hogan. Who again, I, I said, is, you know, synonymous with pro wrestling. He was the, the template of what a modern pro wrestler should be, how they look, how they talk. Um it, did did Chris Adams land more than one super kick on you?
1: Fuck you. Why why would you bring why uh,
0: why? Just just, just kind because, of because I said Nick Bockwinkle's number two? Yeah, yeah, that makes well. me yeah. It makes me wonder. Well well, you know what, maybe let's get a little perspective here. What's your number one?
1: My number one. Woo! The greatest of all time, baby. You already mentioned it Space Mountain. The Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Woo! Well,
0: That's you, my number one. That Look, I, I got nothing but love for Nate, but I got to say, out of our, our top three here, there's only one guy that Race never beat, Flair never beat, Hogan never beat. Shit, I don't think Vern Gagne beat him. The greatest world champion with the greatest world title belt. The the champ, the number one, Nick Fucking Bachwinkle, and and anybody who thinks I'm wrong can go eat a bag of dicks. Nick uh, Bachwinkle was gosh. the greatest technical wrestler. He was the he was the best at pissing off people when he was a when he was a uh, uh. heel. Kurt Henning had to use a Larry Zbysko uh, fist pack to beat Nick Bachwinkle when Nick Bachwinkle was in his fifties. So, well, man. there you there you have it. Nick Bockwinkel, greatest of all Nick. fucking time, world champion. Nick Bockwinkel.
1: Yeah, I guess you're gonna fucking man. You know what? I'm just telling you right now. Fuck you, Jeremy. Because, mm-hmm. I you know here's the thing. God damn it! When you watch Rick Flair. You saw one hell of a match when you watched Nick Bockwinkle, You saw one hell of a match, and it didn't matter who they was beating and whether they was going over or or they was world heavyweight champion. Uh, you know, I went with Rick Flair because of this right here. They I went with him over. We could go to a fucking hour Broadway on this if you wanted to, and, and say we'll put put this title, but it's my fucking show, and I'm just going to say this right now: it fucking both were naturally gifted. You you fucking they both worked hard. I'm a fan of both their works. But you know what? With Rick, with with Nick Bockwinkle, you never fucking saw the same match twice. Uh, Rick Flair was a fan of Nick Bockwinkles. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Ho- hold on a second. Fuck me! I don't. What the fuck do I know? I don't. Fuck. You know what? Is this what you want to fucking hear right now? It's, it's my fucking podcast. Pin me, pay me, Bockwinkle. Okay, for what it's worth. Okay, he's the better champion. Yeah. But then again, what the fuck do I know? You know what I'm saying? Because here's the fuck. I know this much: you fuck a you fuck a crack whore and you fuck a meth whore. You end up fucking the same girl twice. Fuck me running backwards. <laughs> I'm gonna put it on you. I, well, you know what? Just like at classmate I had this week. Fuck me sideways. You know what? You're right, Nick Bonkwinkle. Oh fuck you! Look, just pin me, pay me, motherfucker. Okay, uh, I, I have no. Ah, okay. Yep. See? There you see, go.
0: There is, look, <clears throat> you know, and, and here's the thing. You, you know I love Flair. Everybody <laughs> knows I love Flair. Uh, yeah. Nick Bockwinkle, man, we don't think of him a lot, but when you go back and you watch back when he was, uh, we'll see when he was with Ray Stevens, but definitely when he was with Bobby Hannon, you'd have to be a booger-eating moron, kind of humanoid, not to realize what a great <laughs> speaker and wrestler, yeah. and you're right, when, when Bachwinkle did a match, you never saw that same match twice. No. no. Yeah. And Claire
1: admitted that, you know, he done, when he was working with Dory and mm-hmm. Harley and even Terry, he he done, he, when he even got to do his matches, he was still during their matches, you know. And when you go to bodies, they both have great bodies, great speakers, different style of speaking because Bachwinkle, again, was so articulate in his speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, then technically, Technical workers, man, and hard work, and night after night, out there giving it to those fans, man. Uh, you can't dispute either one of. I don't think uh, Bockwinkel as your number one or Flair is mine, but I, man, I tell you, about two years ago, I sat down in a winter and just watched a bunch of Nick Bockwinkel over, you know, the course of a couple hours throughout the day. I was doing themes, and when his name came up, I went, "What well, you just his." His work is just fucking incredible. So, I total respect for you, Jeremy. What a great choice, man, and Nick Bockwinkle. I don't think there's any doubt uh, in my mind, and hopefully, some of the fans, please feel free to voice your opinion. We threw out that hashtag BBBB on uh, Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze, but I total respect for your number one greatest of all time world heavyweight champion. Congrats.
0: Yeah, yeah. And not to mention, Nick Bockwinkle was also on an episode of the Monkees. <laughs>
1: what a recall man yeah. what a fucking great recall wow man that's good stuff man uh so you know hey uh i think i think we could both sit here and argue to a blue in the face but I, I don't know that i want to do that because like i said we'd go to an hour broadway and i know we're coming up on uh some time limit draws here but uh total respect man and i hope the fans enjoyed the uh um, this podcast with um, the the top ten greatest of all time. Hopefully enjoy, uh, enjoyed Jeremy's list. Hopefully enjoyed my list and, and 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 took something away from it from a wrestling fan's perspective. And and if you have an opinion, you know, please feel free to hit us up on uh, either the uh, Geekish Cast or Bobby Blaze seven forty four or the new on Twitter on the new Bell to Bell at Bell to Bell Blaze or Bell to Bell Blaze podcast. Hit us up with B B and let us know what, you know, we'll, we'll get some shout outs. We'll get some respect. Um, just let us know, man. I th- I, I, total respect, man. Total respect.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, your list was great. Um, I, I hope you think my li- list was good enough. I know I got a little oh, more. It oh, awesome. no, yeah.
1: it's awesome. Man, I loved them all. You threw out a couple that just blew me away. I just was like, you know, that's, that's the thing, man. That's It is highly subject to to who your your objective excuse me objective views. So no, I thought your top ten was an awesome top ten. I thought we both had a really good list. I I thought the number eleven we both coming in with I speaking about it was Dusty for an honorable mention. And and our top three was so interchangeable with uh with, with Hogan, Bachwinkle and Flair. So, you know, no, total respect, man. What a, yeah. what a good list. What a good list from both of us, I think.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Bobby. So, what do we what do we got planned for next week for everybody?
1: You know what we have planned for next week. We had talked about the death of WCW. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I think next week's podcast we'll we'll throw some uh, hashtags out there on Twitter. Uh, Jeremy will tell you in a minute about the uh, Facebook link, and then also we'll um, we'll go into the. Uh, I don't know if it's necessarily a rise and fall of, but we'll go to. Uh, we'll be talking about the death of WCW World Championship Wrestling, somewhere that I was employed for a couple of three years there. I, shoot, I'd have to go back and look at contracts, et cetera. But, uh, you know,
0: we'll, we'll just talk about the, uh, the death of WCW. How's that? Does it sound like a good subject? That sounds like a good one to me. Also, next week's uh, question of the week, and this will be for anybody out there who's an Alice Cooper fan the song Millie and Billy how does yes. that end what's going on at the end of that song i've got an opinion bobby's got an opinion i want to know what you guys think
1: yeah uh i think that's a good question to throw out there so be thinking about it folks be thinking about it so um yeah we're coming up on our close here i think jeremy i hear the bell in the background ding, it ding, it ding, 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 ding. but need
0: uh, to, uh yeah need a bell close sound out effect. Right?
1: yeah we do we'll get yeah. one we'll get one you know i've done a show uh just does some mc work just Recently, they didn't have a fucking bell, so like, ding-a-ling, motherfucker, ding-a-ling, there's your (laughs) bell, you know, whatever, but yeah, let's get us a bell sound in here, but uh, yeah, let's start wrapping things up by throwing out a few um, shameless plugs here, if you will. (laughs) Oh, yeah, Uh, go ahead and start us off. All I just want to say hey if you if you like this podcast, let us know man you know let us know what's up visit us at uh, Bell to Bell Blaze on Twitter visit Jeremy at the uh, geekish cast on Twitter visit me at Bobby 744 at Twitter and Jeremy I will throw it back to you for that Facebook page if you don't care
0: yeah, it's facebook.com slash groups slash bell to bell.
1: Yeah, and I'll try to make some appearances in that group. I won't make any promises. I'm just not a big Facebook guy. It's not a dick towards Facebook. It's just one of those things where I will send some stuff over to you, and you can you can feel free to post it in that room. And um, hey, man, what a great time I had being here today. Uh, we welcome all your listeners. Inter uh, shit. What's the word I'm looking for? Interaction. There you go. If you go. want to interact with the bell to bell. We are at Bell to BellBlaze on Twitter, and the hashtag to use on anything is BBB. BB. Bell to Bell with Bobby Blaze. Use the hashtag BBB BB as four big B's. Um and, and let us know, you know, hey, you're listening to the show, you enjoyed the show, and you're follow- you're a friend or a fan or a follower of the show, and you liked our list today for the top ten. 10- Go to greatest of all times, you know, and also you can do hashtag, uh, ask me fucking anything and I'll try to get to that on down the line somewhere. But right now I hope you enjoyed our top 10. Thank you for tuning in with us. And Jeremy, I think you have something special as we close out here. Uh, I, I
0: do. Are you talking about the, the song we're going to go out with?
1: Yeah, surprise yeah. me, motherfucker.
0: You got <laughs> it. <laughs> hey, also, I just want to throw out there, before we we before we roll up, we are talking about rolling out a Patreon and maybe a Reddit page. So uh, those of you who are following us on Facebook or within the sound of my voice, hit me up, let me know what you think, let me know what some good rewards would be, also what some topics you would like to hear us cover would be. Uh, Bobby, anything else to add? No, thank you very much, Jeremy, for being such an awesome
1: co-host and just becoming a really good friend of mine and i appreciate respect totally for your list and for for more more importantly than the the list and, and the podcast thank you for the friendship my friend
0: well and the same to you Bobby. it's been it's been a blast getting to know you hopefully our audience has a good time getting to know both of us and until next time bye bye everybody